0: Hello, church family. Hello. <laughs> and good evening. And to everybody watching our campuses, online and whatever, these souls have braved out in the fog tonight. And uh, Deanna said, I don't think anybody will come. I said, Well, it's just fog, drive slower. But nonetheless, we're here. Praise the Lord. Tonight, uh, our first Wednesday of the new year, uh, 2021, thank God. It may it be a better year than last year. It's not starting out so good. <laughs> crazy going on around the country today. But, you know, God is still on the throne. And we celebrate Christ when we gather together. That's what all of this is about. Uh, and uh, on Wednesday nights, we gather together for a type of worship and ministry in the scriptures. Uh, tonight, bringing the word is our. Pastor from our Stevens Point campus, Pastor Bob. So let's give a big hand for Pastor Bob as he comes.
1: Well, thank you, Pastor Mark, and all of you for that greeting. This will be my first time preaching uh, from this pulpit, and I'm glad I get to join with you all in Stevens Point as well. And uh, Can we just give another round of applause for our Stevens Point campus? Woo! (laughs) I can hear you guys, I hear you. Probably you, Nancy, okay? I I know it, so. (laughs) But anyway, uh, so Pastor Mark said I'm the campus pastor in Stevens Point, Wisconsin at our campus there. And uh, I'm a husband uh, to my lovely wife, Tara, who's here tonight. If you get a chance, uh, give her a big old hug or... Away from a distance, um, she'd love to know you guys as, as I've gotten to know you, um, and uh, she is she is the rudder in the storm uh, for our family. And so, um, if you get a chance, can we give her a round of applause? For you? Yeah. So we've got a family of eight. Um, we've got six kids: Gideon, Judah, Ava, Gabby, Daniel, Jonah. And Let me catch my breath. That's a lot. A lot more for her than me. Um, and uh, and uh, I'm just a farm boy from central Wisconsin. I grew up on a dairy farm uh, and, uh, and uh, many uh, years where we were milking cows at quarter to four in the morning and quarter to four at night. You get up, do chores, maybe catch a nap if you did a good job, and then take a shower and go to school. Uh, and so uh, some of the things that I'm going to be p- pulling up hopefully are familiar to some of you and the farming community, uh, because some of the stories I'm gonna be telling tonight are from my experience uh, with farming. And so let's, before we go into this, uh, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you that the fog of 2020 by God's grace, is lifting uh, in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for tonight. Lord, I pray that you'd use these words, Lord, that you speak through these words, and Lord, that they be your words, not ours, not the leadership's words per se, but they'd be from you, not from us, not from me, uh, but Lord, from you, ultimately. And Lord, we pray that they'd be an encouragement in every part. So, we are at the beginning of 2021, and I think... This is the first, maybe second message that we could give where we can officially say 2020 or hindsight is 2020, right? We can look back at 2020 and we can give some hindsight to that. Things that I now know after 2020. This is just going to be a quick list. You've heard of like the top 10 list, right? So we're going to go through a list um, that basically can be summarized as this. In these three words, mom was right. (laughs) Number one, wash your hands. (laughs) I think 2020, we learned we need to wash our hands and use hand sanitizer. What does this mean? Well, it means to be wise. My gra- so I came from a family farm of three generations. My grandpa started the farm, then my dad uh, took it over. And I think they were praising God that I didn't take it over after him because I think we would have been in poverty for the next 30, 40 years um, doing farming uh, under my watch. Um, and I, I love looking back and having that hindsight. And so many times I think we, we look to the nostalgia of our childhoods And one of my favorite memories of my childhood was riding in our international 5088 tractor um, and uh, riding with my grandpa. And we called that tractor Big Red. So we're going to go ride in Big Red today? Yeah, I want to go ride in Big Red. It was like the highlight of our day when we got to go ride in Big Red with grandpa as he was working in the fields. And nothing will ever shake my memory of when grandpa would grab me, he'd reach down and he'd pick me up, and you could feel it. You could feel the cracks in his hands. You could feel the years of wear and tear, and you could wash those hands over and over again, and you'd still see the little cracks. How many of you guys remember a grandparent or a parent where you'd see those cracks? Boy, looking back at 2020, there's some cracks. There's a few Nicks, a few things where maybe it got in there. Well, we can wash with our own means, but never get those clean. There's only certain things that can get those out. And in our own life, I think that's a picture for our sin. I think it's a picture for the difficulties that we go through. And some of those scars can be really memorable. It can be a good lesson to learn but they also can fester and grow deeper. I think there's something beautiful about that. And I think if we don't take care of it, it can get in there and get deeper. There's some greasy hands in our communities, in our own selves. I wanna encourage you, as we step into 2021, let's identify those areas where we can wash our hands and use sanitizer if necessary. Why, why am I going through this list? Well, a couple of weeks ago, well, months ago, uh, I got hospitalized with COVID. Spent five days in the hospital. And these are some of those lessons as well. Number two, don't lick doorknobs or anything <laughs> similar to them. Mom was right. Don't lick doorknobs. That's a bad thing to do. That's not a smart thing to do. Don't be an idiot. Limit our foolishness in 2021. You know, I think there's probably five times just today where my wife can tell you some of the things that I was foolish in, like maybe navigating on the road on the way over here, maybe going too fast in the fog. I, I could swear we haven't learned our lesson, right? There's things that we need to reflect on from 2020 and learn from. When you're sick from licking doorknobs and find yourself in the hospital with double COVID-19 pneumonia, don't forget to take care of yourself. To take care of yourself, to rest, to take care of the five greatest things in our life. And this is a list I would reflect upon some things that my wife and I had prayed about while in the hospital, mostly our negotiations with heaven for me to stay on this earth because she didn't want to raise six kids by herself. And those things are this. And so if you're taking notes, I want to encourage you. Number one, faith. Number two, family. Number three, fitness. And I kind of felt like I learned that the hard way, right? Going in there, I wasn't taking care of myself. I got diagnosed with COVID. And granted, why did I get diagnosed with COVID? I wasn't licking doorknobs, but I wasn't using hand sanitizer, right? And I got sick. And I thought, oh, okay, no big deal. I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight this even though I've got COVID. I'm gonna take care of all those projects that I haven't gotten done, that I, you know, I'm gonna be quarantined. I'm gonna get those projects done. I'm gonna stay up late and do what I need to do. I didn't take care of myself. So fitness, so faith, family, fitness, wasn't getting rest, wasn't eating soup. Like who says that right? Mom, right? Get your fluids, get your rest, friends, and finance. And so those are five things that maybe for you this year, as we go into 2021, we prioritize faith first, family Fitness, friends, and finance. So now maybe your order is a little different. I hope faith is still always number one. I hope fr- family is always number two. Uh, and maybe that gets rearranged for you. But I wanna encourage you with that. Number four, what did mom always say? Be nice to others. She'd always say that, be nice, right? Take time to care for others because they may be taking care of you. I cannot tell you guys the number of times I thought to myself while in the hospital for five days, what are we doing for these people who are killing themselves day in and day out to love, to care for, to serve, to change bedpans and urinals and clean up messes and give shots and IVs. We need to be nice to others. We need to take time and care for others. Those medical professionals, CNAs, respiratory therapists, those caretakers, the family who takes care of the people that you can't while you're being taken care of, the friends who drop off meals and give you gifts. This Christmas, those maybe unexpected gifts that you received, have you responded to those people? boy, that convicts me. There's some people I haven't thanked. There's some people that I haven't looked at and said, wow, thanks for being there for me in 2020 when those cracks were getting really big. Number five, if you keep making that face, your face will stay like that. Mama's right. What does it mean? Keep laughing and don't take yourself too seriously. Just a short list that I think sometimes we need to be reminded of. That's my takeaway from 2020, especially when I was in the hospital. Mom was right. So all of you teenagers in here, all of you young people, young adults, mom's right. Listen to mom. Take her seriously. But yet, keep laughing and don't think you're quite so smart. I'm gonna bring up a verse here tonight. And it's a verse that I see every time Becky Schomer emails me. It is part of her uh, signature. And some of you probably can quote it back to me verbatim because you've seen it so much. And it's Jeremiah 29, 11. And I'm going to read it from the NIV version first. And you guys can follow along, I believe, on the screen on the bottom third. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. I love that verse because as we look back at 2020, we get to see the mistakes, we get to see the turmoil, we get to see how we rose above it, how God provided in the midst of it. For I know the plans I have for you, a hope and a future. I love how it says it in the NLT, the New Living Translation. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. How many of you guys looked wholeheartedly for God this last 2020? Boy, I was on my face a couple of nights in that hospital bed. There's some deals being made, some plans, some hopes to have some futures to hope in. In those days when you pray, I will listen, says the Lord. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. Amen? Amen. Amen. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your land. I've shared a couple of times at our Stevens Point campus that sometimes I feel like God is playing hide-and-seek with us. But he's in full view. How many of you guys have known where like, you play hide-and-seek with like a three-year-old, right? And they can barely walk and they're kind of having that step- and they can't really turn around too fast, or they'll fall over, or maybe it's more of a two year old. Maybe I've got my dates wrong, but uh, my age is wrong. And you'll go play hide and seek. But the point of hide and seek is to what? Is to be found. And I think God does that with us. You know, we'll be stumbling around and literally like <laughs> just standing right behind us turn around, here I am. And it's literally that simple. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you'll find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land. This next week, we'll be starting our 21 days of prayer. And we're going to talk about a theme of returning to me. Returning to God, returning to the Lord. A verse that talks about that is Joel 2.12. It says, even now, declares, I don't have this verse. But even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart with fasting and weeping and mourning, Joel 2.12. And in Joel 2.25, it says, the Lord says, I will give you back what you lost. Some of us lost in 2020. I think we need to recognize that. I think we need to recognize that, you know what, this year, Some of us may have lost. But we've got a father in heaven who has the cattle on a thousand hills. So we get to look forward to 2021. We get to look forward to the fog of 2020 lifting. We get to look forward, no matter who's in office, (laughs) no matter who's our politicians, we still get to look forward because the greatest of all kings is still on the throne. Amen? Amen. 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 On Sunday night, our family uh, did, lot, did have loss. Uh, we lost uh, my dad's mother at the age of 94. And so the grandpa that I told you a story about, he would pick me up and put me on his knee and drive me in big red all day long till I fell asleep. (laughs) He went to the Lord a few years ago and his wife, Jeanette, passed away Sunday night. Sometimes there's loss. But sometimes what comes with that loss is a reward. It's the memories. It's the family coming together. It's those painful things that force us to talk about the good stuff and to look forward to what God is doing because of the sacrifice of those who have cared for us. I'm gonna tell you a brief story and hopefully I don't need more than one handkerchief. Every day after school, when my vacation of not having to do chores after school and I got to do sports instead, that's why That's why people in central Wisconsin go out for sports. I don't know if you know this. It's so that they don't have to do chores. That's the reason why they're all in sports. It's like, well, if you do chores, you don't have to milk cows. (laughs) And so uh, after football, uh, during the summer and in the fall, I was blessed with being able to go to my grandma's house. It was two blocks from school. I've got a scar from Foolishly, right? What, is, what was that number? Right? Don't lick doorknobs or anything similar to them. Well, I licked the top of a fence that I shouldn't have been jumping over and cutting through backyards so that I wouldn't have to walk the extra 15 blocks around to get to my grandma's house. But, uh, but I'd walk to my grandma's house and every day she was anticipating my arrival and she had my sandwich set at about you know, six o'clock at night. She had my sandwich set with the mayonnaise all the way. You guys, mayonnaise all the way out to the crust. Can't do it any other way. She'd have the mayonnaise all the way out to the crust. She'd have the cheese and the meat and the lettuce, just perfect homemade bread. just ah. She'd have my favorite oatmeal raisin cookie, freshly baked, soft and gooey, just how I liked it and a glass of milk. And every day after school or after football practice, I'd go there and then I'd call, because this was before cell phones, I'd call my parents and they'd come and pick me up because every day it was a little bit different depending on how long it took. And some days I'd wait. Some days I wouldn't call the parents. I would just wait. And grandma and I, we'd just sit and we'd talk and she'd ask about my day and some days we'd watch some reruns of her soap opera or we, or we talk about grandpa, which is a favorite theme. But she took the time to care. She took the time to dive in to the needs of a 15-year-old boy. She'd bring me out my favorite newspaper because in Clark County, and Pastor Mark probably knows this, there's a newspaper where I grew up, which was only about 15 miles from Nilsville, about right, something like that, and loyal. And there's a newspaper called the TRG. And in the back, on the very back cover, it showed every single person that week, because it was a weekly paper, every single person that week who had committed a traffic violation. And so you'd look for your friends. You'd look, and you'd see, oh, so-and-so actually went to jail overnight for this. Or so and so just paid three hundred and fifty bucks because they're going eighty and a twenty-five. And so she'd give me the newspaper, and we'd go over it, and we'd see if we could find out anyone that we knew. Why am I telling you all this stuff? Why does this even matter? Because hindsight is twenty-twenty. Which clock is mine? That one. Okay. Speaking of hindsight. Okay. Uh, hindsight is 2020. Boy, if I could go back to 2020 and redo some things, I would have used hand sanitizer that one time. I'm pretty sure that's what got me sick. If I could go back before Sunday, I'd go have a sandwich with grandma. And we gossip about all of our friends that are in the paper. Lord forgive us. <laughs> right, Mike? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> during these twenty one days of prayer and fasting and during the next several weeks, what's our hindsight? Maybe this is a little bit more serious of a message than I intended, but what's what's our hindsight? Is oh man the wrong person got an office? Or is it it doesn't matter? Is faith family, friends, fitness, finance? Faith family. Really? On the first night that I was in the hospital, the doctors didn't think there was much that they could uh, do to avoid putting me on a ventilator. And so something that we can learn from 2020 in hindsight, at least for me specifically, and these are generalities, is making deals with Evan for our family. <laughs> The doctor said, we're going to shave your beard. And I said, if it comes to that, please do so to save my life because my family means more to me. But I think my lesson from 2020, maybe, and this is just a funny little thing, do not shave your beard to save your life. God is bigger. No, I'm just kidding. That's bad advice. Don't do that. <laughs> that goes back to what was that? Number two, don't be an idiot. I probably should have shaved my beard, but you guys wouldn't recognize me tonight, so I didn't. Faith first and family. I didn't have time for my son's birthday, and it was immediately after I was out of the hospital to go skiing and snowboarding with him. I didn't have the time. And most years, I probably would have said, we'll do it later, Well, forget it. But there is this little nudge. Hey, remember when you said you're gonna put faith and family first? That is the highlight of my year and I would have missed it because I would have been too busy or I wouldn't have had hindsight. Thank you, Jesus, that I almost died from COVID because I would have missed going with my son and his friends. Snowboarding and skiing. What are we missing? What have we missed in 2020 that we can apply in 2021? What is it that we're having oversight and not good hindsight with? This past Sunday, my buddy Jay uh, in Stevens Point shared with me this verse that God is putting on his heart. And when he shared it with me, something resounded. And it's Proverbs nineteen twenty one. I don't know, where, where, is that up? Can you see it? Okay, you guys can see it. Proverbs 19, 20. I love how it skips right over 20. Did you notice that? Proverbs 19 to 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Boy, I had a lot of plans in 2020. I think we all did. Like we all thought certain things would happen in 2020. I thought most of us, I'm pretty sure most of us thought, wow, 2020, we're going to have clear vision in 2020. Do I need to cut out soon? Okay, we're good. All right. We're going to have clear vision in 2020. We're gonna make all these plans. We're gonna do all this stuff. In 2020, our plans are gonna be clear. That's not what this says. It says, Proverbs 19, 21, it says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. I don't know what the Lord's purpose is in this year other than this. And it goes back to Jeremiah 29, 11, that he knows the plans for us that they are plans for good and not for disaster to give us a future and a hope. So in these 21 days of prayer that are coming up, as we return to God, as we have this hindsight, all the same while keeping our sights focused forward, Lord, we wanna come back to you. We wanna honor you. We wanna come back to you in 2021. We want to come back together as a church body in 2021. We want to unify as a country in 2021. I'm going to ask the worship team uh, to come up. And if maybe we can have this time, just take a Selah. Just take a moment to see what God is doing in our lives, what God's convicting us in this time, what he's doing and what he's preparing us for in 2021. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And so as we go before the Lord in worship here and as we prepare our hearts and as we prepare as we go into these 21 days of prayer and fasting, what is it that we missed in 2020? And what is it that God wants to do in 2021? Not our plans, but his. So let's take this time of worship and let's enter in. Amen? Amen.